0: This is April 3rd, and this is the Bruins Beat on CLNS Media.
1: I love come on, come on,
0: Welcome to another Bruins Beat here on CLNS Media, I'm your host, Jimmy Murphy, and uh, well, we are in the midst of the final week of the regular season for Boston Bruins, and as I record this, the bees are out in Columbus getting ready to take on the upstart Blue Jackets who, heading into that game, had won five straight and uh, turned their season around. And really, uh, it was right after that game, they lost uh, to the Bruins 2-1 in overtime, or 3-2 in overtime, rather, uh, back on St. Patty's weekend uh, when Connor McGregor was in the house. Uh, but it's really been the, the Blue Jackets that have taken it from there and uh, they look like a tough team. I, I don't. I, I'll say heading into this, you'll listen to this after the game, but I'm going to go on record and say I don't like this game for the Bruins. But we'll get to the Bruins in a in a while. Uh, we're going to start things off though uh, and, and talk about a, a great event that I'm very fond of and I, I think it's it, it's a great thing that they do and that's the uh, the Boston Fire Department versus the Boston Police Department. They're squared off on uh, Sunday. Uh, I believe that's April 7th and I. I think uh, they'll correct me if I'm wrong. I think the game's at 3 p.m. I might be wrong, but it's at Warrior Arena. And joining me right now uh, is the uh, basically as we were just saying off there the Reg Dunlops of each team. The player coaches uh, (coughs) Nick Bonascello from the Fire Department and Matt Morrissey from the Boston Police Department. Guys, how you doing?
1: Good, Jimmy. Thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, great, Jimmy. Thanks for having us on. Yeah. So Nick, I'll uh, I'll start with you. Uh, How many years is this now that uh? You guys
1: have been doing this game. Uh, this will be the, uh, the third year that Matt and I have worked with um, the Boston Bruins and Kerry Collins uh, uh, from the Bruins has helped us out setting this up. Uh, it's the third year we've done this, and, uh, geez, I don't know. There's been plenty of Boston Fire, Boston Police games going back the years, but uh, this is our third
0: one collaborating with the Bruins. That's great, and and you've been on as well for the past three years, Matt.
2: Yeah, so yeah, Nick and I, we uh, we met with Carrie three years ago. We came, Carrie approached us with the idea of doing the game and involving a couple charities and trying to raise some money along with the game. So Nick and I kind of took the reins, and it's been a, a three. This would be the third game that we'll be facing off against each other under the uh, guidance of the Bruins.
0: And so, what's the uh, what's been the record so far? Uh, who's won the first two games?
1: Uh, I'm
0: gonna the, the, split the oh okay so we got we got a rubber game coming up and now i'm looking out here by the way just for our listeners the game is at 2 p.m uh warrior ice arena doors open at 1 p.m and the proceeds go to boston firefighters burn foundation and Catholic charities um so this this is a rubber game uh, Nick I'll, I'll, I'll start with you um you know if we're, if we're gonna tee up this game a bit what do we look forward to what's What's the strengths uh of the Boston fire department hockey team <laughs> strength
1: wise I don't know I'd say uh I, I, we definitely don't have the talent that uh the Boston police boast, but uh we get a lot of guys that uh they play hard they um uh, they love the game and uh they uh I would say if anything, the strength's gonna be their um uh, their toughness they can uh they like to skate they like to play hard and uh they like to give these guys a good game okay so you're,
0: you're the lunch scale game here of the uh of the crew and, and that, when you talk about toughness and strength uh in, a, in the first two games have there been any uh any uh fisticuffs or little uh get-together after whistles or what
1: <laughs> no, no, no nothing uh nothing too crazy uh a little pushing and shoving here and there, but we're all buddies. A lot of uh, a lot of the guys on each side of the team grew up playing together, so I think a lot of us have known each other for a long
0: time. So yeah. it's a friendly rivalry. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys remember the show uh, "Rescue Me" with Dan uh, Dennis Leary. And I, I one of my, oh, yeah. Yeah, so one of my buddies, uh, Toddy Carroll. He's a, he's an agent now. He he was. Uh, he had a good. He had actually more than an extra. I mean, he had he had a script he had to read. He was in that. He was the guy. He was the the policeman on the police team that used to fight Leary all the time. Uh, in, in <laughs> a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was Toddie. So uh, when I when I see this, I thought of those games on on that show. And uh, you know, I haven't been to a uh, a police fire department game, uh, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to try and come over there. After let me ask you, Matt. What's the uh, the strength of the uh, police department?
2: Oh, just to to go back on that. Don't get us wrong. There are a couple of those characters in real life. We do have Brendan Walsh and Paul Harvey. Uh, oh, no. Came with us. Oh boy. Yeah, oh, Walsh. Yeah, trying to keep Walsh to keep his mitts on has <laughs> been my uh, biggest accomplishment as the of the GM, the <laughs> player coach.
0: Yeah, but I uh. known for a long time, man. I knew him from my Saint Sebastian's days. Uh, Going back to then. Actually, I, I I dated his sister in eighth grade. Oh his, boy! Yeah, Bridget. Oh gee. It was it was a, it was a quick quick uh, lived relationship there. One, you know, he he, he made it clear you uh, just you don't want to date his sister. So uh, and right and <laughs> I, I remember just saying, you know, I, I don't know if this is going to work out here, so uh, we'll we'll just uh, part ways now before I uh, get on his bad side. So yeah, he's a character though. What a guy! Good for a choice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's, he's he's hilarious what a character too. He must be, he must be one of the biggest chirpers on the ice as well.
2: Oh yeah, and? he's a beauty. I mean, we we got some we got some guys who can give it out there. I mean, we, we we got some very talented players. I mean, we got Brian Yandel, Keith's uh, older brother, who okay.
0: uh,
2: plays with us, who's, who's a phenomenal player. I mean, we we have a couple of guys who can just really move, but. Brendan, Brendan's definitely the uh, core and the guy who kind of keeps things going in the locker room. The stories, the stories he has, are, are <laughs> legendary.
0: Yeah.
2: Legendary.
0: Um, let, let me ask you guys. So you, you said uh, it's a friendly rivalry and you guys know each other. I mean, um, what's off the ice though? Is it do you guys go out after together? Is there, you, you do you get together and kind of reminisce about the game and games pass or what?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Like I said, a lot of us know each other from
0: uh, just
1: growing up. And I think our jobs, too, there's definitely – I mean, Matt and I are together all the time. And, um, you know, we always end up at Bruins Games promoting the event. And, yeah, we're out all the time together, uh, you know, joking around. And uh, so there's been a lot of funny trash talk leading up to Sunday. So I'm sure we'll all be out Sunday uh, laughing about the game and talking about it.
0: Nice, nice. Now, Nick, uh, like you said, you guys are both from this area. Where are you from uh, in Boston?
1: Uh, I grew up in High Park. Okay, and uh, you in high school. I'm, uh, I'm a CM guy. Oh, there so, you go. Uh, I, I didn't. Uh, I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not a hockey player from CM, but I went there. So I, uh, my. Uh, I think my men's
0: career started when I was 16. So I, <laughs> I never played anything. <laughs> I was just telling you guys that. I mean, I went to St. Sebastian's, but I didn't have a prayer uh, making that team when I was there. But, um, and how about you? <laughs> I, I grew up in Abington.
2: I went to BCI, uh, did a couple of years of juniors, and ended up at Suffolk University playing. Ooh. And, you know, and then I actually. But the Boston police team gets treated better than any hockey team I've ever played for, so it's been fun.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, what position uh, are you, Nick? Uh, I play up front, I play forward. Uh, Okay. pretty much uh
1: right wing and uh you can pretty much wherever there's an opening uh you know i'm 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 i pretty much put myself in wherever I can do uh, the least damage You know, i'm a fourth line kind of guy you know
0: nice.
1: yeah. how about
2: you
0: Nottie?
2: uh technically i'm a defenseman if yeah some of the guys I play with they have other opinions on the position I play. a lot of offense
0: okay so you back you're checking doing... a lot of back checking. You're more in the uh, the Tory Crew mold, then we'll say.
2: Yeah, yeah, my team's Tory Crew, but I don't score as many goals. <laughs> I,
0: hear <you. laughs> I hear you. Now, um, yeah. you like you said, you work with Kerry Collins with the Bruins. There, I mean, uh, obviously the Bruins do a great job in the community. Uh, what's their role been in this? How have they uh, helped improve this game each year?
2: Um, so Kerry, Nick, and I sat down with Kerry originally in the. Uh, the idea was to start this game uh, and pay a couple charities to, along, to raise money along the way. In a sense, it's evolved to a couple other events. We're working with the Bruins Foundation. Uh, I know Nick and I, both teens, do some uh, Be Fit programs with some local inner city schools. Um, I started a, uh, a program called Blue Line Pals with Kerry uh, a couple years back where we take kids to the Bruins game, some inner city kids from the Boys and Girls Clubs are Catholic charities. And, and we bring them to the game and try to grow the game. And they actually – the Bruins have been – the players have been kind enough to meet post-game with a lot of the kids, and they get wow. to do a little Q&A thing with them. So we're, we're trying to grow the game city and also grow a relationship with the community while doing it.
0: Nice, nice. Now, I take it growing up in Boston, you guys both uh, – you both grew up Bruins fans, Nick, or what?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. uh I did, I have to say, I remember being a, a young, young kid in uh, my summer league team with the Lightning. So I do remember being a little bit of a Lightning fan. But uh, when I, oh, you know, yeah, well, you know well. they, your dad thought <laughs> bringing the Bruins games when you were 8 and 9. I, I, I can recall going to a Bruins-Lightning game and asking my mom if she could sew a half Bruins, half the Lightning jersey. But she said no. So I, it was Bruins from there on out.
0: <laughs> should get, you should get one from Espo. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Esposito
2: was yeah, like, yeah. He was like yeah, I know. "Yeah, yeah, he's a character." How about you, Matt? Oh uh, yeah, ben? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. We were. I was a, a, as a as long as I remember being a fan of hockey. I was a Bruins fan. It was always a uh, every year for my birthday, my father would take me to the to the old garden.
0: Yeah.
2: Put basically risking a uh, life and limb to go watch a game with a uh, with a three year old at that point. The garden, but. <laughs> We're uh, yeah, big big Bruins fans in our family.
0: Nice, yeah. I remember the old Garden well. I had with my grandfather season tickets there. That's kind of, that's how I got into loving hockey so much. Um, that was the best place, though. I mean, it, you know, I'll, I'll give the new place credit. It, obviously, since they started winning again, it's it's gained some character. But uh, nothing will replace the old barn there. Um, what do you, I'll start with, you, I'll end with you here, Nick, and then to you, Matt. What do you guys think of the team this year? What do you see them doing in the playoffs?
1: Well, they're playing great right now. Uh, they're hitting a little bump towards the end of the year, I think. But uh, I think they're playing really well. Um, obviously, getting past that back was huge, and they played great while he was out. So that was uh, that helped, and uh, I think they're, they're doing great. Uh, they get definitely going to have a tough matchup that first series if it you know ends up being Toronto. They're yeah, they
0: locked in that. They made it official last night, so it's going to be Toronto. It's just a question of where. So. It's going to be Toronto, yeah. Yeah. So I
1: mean, hopefully they lock up the home ice in uh, either the next couple of games, and they they get some tough series ahead. But I think if they get past Toronto and going to Tur- Tampa Bay
0: with uh, ahead of steam, they get shot. Yeah, I don't feels sure. good. I like your confidence, but if they get to Tampa, man, look, they just they are a juggernaut. They're something else right now, and actually, yeah, I mean, playing with your Tampa fandom came through again because that's it's worth cheering for. That they're they're just something else. Yeah, I think uh, if they go
1: seven with Toronto again, it'll be tough to get past Tampa. They, uh, so yeah. we'll see. How about you, Matt? What do you think of their chances?
2: Uh, I, I like it. It, it now that they're healthy. They had a little bit of an injury bug. They're getting some of their guys back and getting them some ice time before the playoffs. I, I think honestly, I think they go as the goes. If they can get some consistent goaltending out of Rask or Halak, they, they'll be all right. They're deep. They're, they can compete with anyone. It's just I feel like the goaltending has always been the Achilles heel for them in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, it's funny bringing that up. I mean, man, you know, I, I'm kind of on the Tuca side. I know three quarters of the city absolutely despises him, um, but I just I, I think he's a good goalie. I don't, he's let in some weak ones, and, you know, he could be better here and there, but I, I don't think he's the main issue when it comes down to it. I, I'm interested to see, you know, how that defense holds up uh, because I, they've got, like we're talking about Tory Krug there, I just think they, they're very offensive-minded now. I think they could get burnt, you know, by a team like Toronto and Tampa if they don't watch. It. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm Tampa a, is definitely I'm uh, loaded.
1: Yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm a big uh, Tuka defender myself.
0: Yeah. I mean, I you think he gets uh, uh, But it is what it yeah. is going to do. What are you going to do. Well, listen, guys, I appreciate you uh, taking the time. I, I wish you the best of luck. And, again, that's uh, – 2 p.m. Uh, over at Warrior Arena in Brighton. Uh, just for the listeners, uh, how do they go about getting tickets?
1: Uh, you can purchase tickets I, uh, at Warrior. Uh
0: they are okay. 10 dollars I believe and uh,
1: supporting the Boston Firefighters Grant Foundation and the Catholic Charities. So, great. Uh,
2: yeah, that. I believe Go ahead. I believe Blades will be there and there'll be a lot of stuff for kids to do so okay. people have families and they're looking to go down not that with the Bruins but it's a pretty good game and it, it's a fun event so Hopefully, some people will come down, check it out, and support a good cause.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, guys. I'm going to try and bring my uh, my little daughter. She's seven. She wants to. She's she's really been trying because she knows I cover the games, so she's trying to learn more about hockey. But uh, she, she's hilarious. Though I'll tell you, when I go to cover games, she she tells me, "Look at her." She takes me play, and I'm like, "No, no, honey. I'm I'm up in the press box. I'm about uh, you know." Ten thousand feet, they're up in the air. Don't worry about it. So, but um, I think we'll come to uh, Pete Bruins game. So I'm gonna, we'll try and get over there for sure. And I wish you guys luck. Have a, and most of all, have a great time out there. And you know, congrats, to this game picking up steam, and you guys doing a great thing. And and as always, thanks for your service out there, huh? All right, thanks a lot, Jimmy. Thanks for having us. All right, that's Nick yeah. Thanks, Jimmy. Th- thanks for helping out. Hey, for sure. Anytime, guys. Nick Monteseto and Matt Morrissey joining me here. Uh, on the Bruins' beat on CLNS Media, uh, and we will, uh, we'll talk to you in a little bit about give you some future bets to look at uh, for the playoffs coming up. Uh, you know, the Bruins pretty much locked in their spots, so we're going to talk about not only them, but some teams to bet, so stay with us here. So, great chat there with uh, Nick Bonacetto of Boston Fire Department and Matt Morrissey uh, of the police department in Boston. Looking forward to that game. I definitely think I'm gonna make it over there and hopefully bring my little Maddie to that. Be a good time. But I know you guys also listen to this uh, podcast for some Bruins talk as well. And let's give it to you right now. No guest this week. I just figured I'd give you my thoughts on kind of the end of the season, although the regular season's winding down here, and uh, we're headed towards the playoffs. Next week we're gonna we'll definitely do a playoff preview show. Probably have my uh, my producer. Uh Evan Marinovsky joined me as well, and maybe a guest as well, and we'll get you teed up for the playoffs. But just my thoughts as the season winds down here. And look, as I speak, like I was saying to the guys there earlier, you know, the Bruins are locked in. I mean, by all intents and purposes, it's going to be the Bruins against the Maple Leafs. Well, it is going to be the Bruins against the Maple Leafs uh, in the first round. And by all intents and purposes, it will be a repeat of last year where the Bruins have home advantage. If that is the case, which uh, we're pretty much 99%, if the Bruins were to win on Tuesday, again, I'm recording this before their game at Columbus, but if they were to win on Tuesday and Carolina was to win, I believe both had to win in regulation, if I'm not mistaken, uh, then the Bruins would lock up home advantage. But then, of course, they're going to get two more chances. They'll play Minnesota on Thursday, and then they'll close the season out against... The high-powered, as we were saying, juggernaut Tampa Bay Lightning, who really are the—I mean, the ultimate. I, I, I don't think we've had this heavy a favorite to win the Stanley Cup in a long time, folks. I really don't. Maybe you want to say those years when the Capitals were always the heavy favorite and they choked and they couldn't get by the Penguins or they choked in the first round, they get bounced by the Canadians or something like. That. But not even then. I just—I just don't remember. Uh, a team going into the playoffs sort of just up there on its own pedestal, its own perch, uh, being the ultimate favorite. I mean, and that's, you know, that's a credit to the parity in the NHL right now. Uh, And and don't get me wrong, there's still teams that could knock Tampa off. You know, only 12 President's Trophy winners have won the Stanley Cup, Um, but they just look like the team to beat. But let's just talk. We'll get into all that. A bit in a second, and like I said, more next week. But I want to talk about some some great future bets you can get at Bet Online in a second. But quickly, I just want to tell you one little thing that's that's worrying me about the Bruins, and you know, I think a lot of you Bruins fans out there that uh, strap those black and gold glasses or goggles to you are gonna just dispute this. But I don't like the way they're going into the playoffs right now. Yeah, they're getting healthier. Yeah, they've got a lot of guys back. They are missing Sean Corrali, which I think is a very underrated injury. It's going to affect them a lot. It really alters how uh, Bruce Cassidy handles the bottom six forwards there um, and the PK. And he's, he's been—he's so got some big goals as well, right? But just the, the, the mentality and the, the laissez-faire approach that I see right now um, that really started, uh, I'd say it crept in during the Rangers game. Yeah, they beat the Rangers, what was it, 6-3 there? But, man, they had like eight power plays, for crying out loud, or something like that. You know, most of their goals, I think they went four for five or four for six. Or four, I don't know what had, not total number was. I mean, I'm pretty sure they had four power play, you know, power play goals in that game. But even strength, they weren't that great. And that young Rangers team gave them some fits. And I don't know. And then it just sort of carried over. And, yeah, they completely outshot the Panthers. But there was just that oomph missing, and then it really fell apart against Detroit. I mean, that was that game in Detroit, that 6-3 loss in Detroit, was one of the ugliest losses they've had in the season. I just, it was disgusting. It was like it was like they really they they played like they didn't give a shit, and that's how they've been playing since they lost to Tampa. Basically, to me, I mean, I'm sorry, even that Rangers win, I, I think since then. They just been like, whatever. That's it. We put it all in. That was our that was our last sort of playoff type game. We know who we're gonna play. Who gives a shit? Let's just try and stay healthy. Let's get to the playoffs. So speaking of staying healthy, I don't like the way they're letting some of their stars get into fights and uh, little after the whistle stuff. I mean, the bottom guys gotta just jump in and don't be letting Patrice Bergeron get in a fight. Just don't. Okay? Don't be stupid. Um, the goaltending's gone down the tubes in the last few games. It's not just too yeah, for all you Tuca haters out there, I know I defend him, but I also just call it I call him out when he sucks. And he sucks. He's been brutal for like the last week and a half. For his last probably three to five games, he has sucked. He's let in weak ones. Alright? Ever since his his regulation uh win streak was broken, he sucked. I'm not afraid to say that, but you know what? So's a lack. and you know what drives me nuts about you Tuka haters? is that you turn a blind eye when Halak lets in softies. And you sit there and go, oh, well, the defense. Look at the team in front. Well, do you ever – it's the same goddamn team that's in front of Tuka too. Do you ever watch that? Yeah, yeah, you two, like – are you just too in denial and too – you just have so much hate and just want to make Tuka this scapegoat so much that you can't tell it like it is like I do? I mean, come on. I'm not – I'm sorry. I can't respect you if you're not going to at least tell it like it is and admit when you're wrong or admit when Halak sucks. Because Halak sucks right now. I mean, he was beat glove side twice by Anthony Manta there. And, and a good goalie adjusts. He adjusts during the game, within the game. And right now, neither Tuka or Halak are good. And if I'm a Bruins fan, that scares the shit out of me. They need to have, the two of them need to have really at least one solid game before the playoffs hit to get back in their groove. They need to get those kinks out now. They need to give a shit. They need to care. And so does the team in front of them. I'm telling people, this is not going to be a cakewalk against the Toronto Maple Leafs. I know the Maple Leafs have been one of the most inconsistent teams. Their defense is like Swiss cheese. Their goaltending's up and down, even though Freddie Anderson is probably the hero of that team. I mean the guy does have thirty five wins, or maybe thirty six now. But the one thing that I'd be scared of if I'm the Bruins and I'm a Bruins fan, if you're a Bruins fan, is revenge. Don't think that what happened last year isn't in the back of their mind. I mean, last year had an end to that series. A couple of the Leafs that were left over from 2013 openly admitted that 2013 was in their mind when they blew that epic game seven. Uh, when Bergeron, went, Bergeron, when he won the game there, And the Bruins had that amazing third-period comeback. That stuff stays in their heads. And they can, a lot of times, players won't admit it, but the Leafs very much admit it, and they've admitted it through this season. They want the Bruins. They want the Bruins more than anyone else, okay? They would rather play the Bruins than some cupcake team uh, that they're supposed to be. They want the Bruins, and they want to ruin the Bruins' season. Because let's face it, folks. Besides the Tampa Bay Lightning in the East, the Bruins are the team to beat. Your Boston Bruins, besides the Lightning, are the, are the second-rated favorite to come out and go to the Stanley Cup Final. They're a really good team, but it's not going to be a cakewalk against Toronto. And I hope it is, because if it is another seven-game series and if the Bruins win, and then they have to play Tampa Bay, kind of exhausted and beat up again and emotionally drained. That's going to be tough again. We might just see a repeat of last year, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. But, you know, speaking of teams to beat, all right, and, you know, I want to remind all our listeners, one of our sponsors, we're glad to have him on board, is betonline.ag. Hey, look, March Madness has been great in basketball. We're on to the Final Four right now. You can go to betonline.ag and get all your odds, all your props for the Final Four. Uh Man, only one number one seed made it there. And, of course, you can get some bets for the Frozen Four, too. And, by the way, go UMass. That's my alma mater. They're going to win it. UMass is going to win it all in Buffalo in two weeks. But that's two weeks away, so let's focus on you can get your bets on the final four right now. Uh, but you need to go to betonline.ag. It's the only place to get all that action. Baseball, everything now is there. Soccer, what have you. you got the, you know, in soccer, you've got the – uh Wait for Champions League It's coming up again next week. Uh, so go support our our podcast by going to www.clnsmedia.com/win and use the promo code CLNS50 for a 50% sign up bonus. That's CLNS50 at BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts, and we can go right now. And let's look right now and see what we got for some uh, some good future odds in the playoffs. Tampa Bay right now, you can actually amazingly get them. I mean, I would have thought they they're basically two to one uh, to win it. Uh, you got Calgary coming in. I'll, I'll read it, but they they read the odds a little different at BetOnline.ag. They do uh, they say plus two seventy five and then they'll go plus eight hundred for the second one. The second team is uh, plus eight hundred. The Calgary Flames to win the cup. And there is your Boston Bruins. Because Calgary locked up the West and the Pacific Division this past week, so they will have home advantage throughout the Western Conference should they go that far. And if Tampa Bay was knocked off and they played a uh, – and they, they go on to the Cup, uh, they could definitely have home advantage there, but so could the Bruins uh, if they're able to knock t- uh, Tampa Bay off. So, I mean, you look at it right now, as I as I speak to you right now, uh, the Calgary Flames are at 107, all right? 107 points with two games left, and the Bruins are at 103 with three games left. So if the Bruins would win all three, they could go to 109, and if Calgary was to lose their last two, the Bruins could get home advantage if they knock off Tampa uh, and made it to the Stanley Cup final, even if they played Calgary. But that's probably unlikely. So um, let's go back to these odds here. Like I said, Calgary is plus 800. The Bruins come in at plus 1,000. The San Jose Sharks, I wouldn't go near them right now. Team scares the hell out of me. Martin Jones, not looking too good right now. They're at plus 1,000, and then rounding out the top five. Uh, actually, there's three teams at plus 1,000. Uh, the San Jose Sharks, the Washington Capitals, the Winnipeg Jets, and then rounding out the, five, the top five uh, is the St. Louis Blues. What, what a story, huh? Dead last on January 1st. And uh, now they're plus 1,200, 12-1, however you want to look at it, to win the Cup. It's unbelievable. They still could win the Central Division. Uh, So unbelievable stuff going on in St. Louis. Uh, It's going to be great. Let's look at uh, odds to win the Eastern Conference. Tampa Bay, plus 125. The Boston Bruins are plus 500. The Washington Capitals, plus 600. The Pittsburgh Penguins, plus 900, as well as the Maple Leafs at plus 900. And the Islanders rounding out the top five at plus 1,100. You look at the West, you've got the Calgary Flames and the San Jose Sharks are tied at plus – and and the Winnipeg Jets as well, excuse me, at plus 400. You've got the Nashville Predators at plus 450. uh, And then, let's see, you've got the St. Louis Blues. At plus 500, the Vegas Golden Knights plus 1,000. And here's a good long shot as I, I think it was Mike Johnson or maybe somebody else. Maybe Andrew Ray. Kroc. I'm not sure, but the Dallas Stars could be a good dark horse to touch there. They're at plus 1,400 to win the Western Conference. So definitely check out all those odds over at betonline.ag. Like I said, next week we're going to. Get you ready for the playoffs with a gigantic playoff preview here on Speed Speed on CLNS Media. Until then, I'm Jimmy Murphy. Enjoy the rest of the regular season, and we'll the